What is up, everyone? This is Sarah G and it's Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So Monday Mood is all the veterans because it is Veteran Day. And I want to thank the past, present, and future veterans for what they've done, especially my grandparents, my grandpas. Even though one's gone, it still is something that you need to be reminded of. And I should just acknowledge it because it's not always the best to talk about all those stuff. But if we don't talk about it, then then this wouldn't be Gen Z Gab for starters because I talk about anything and nothing's really all that off limits. So, yeah, moving on from that. <laughs> Aside from Native American Heritage Month and all the stuff that's going on in the politics, political world, I do want to just address something in case people have not heard, but they're trying to take away some stuff with the foster care of Native American kids, which, of course, just is so fitting with it being their month, right? If you want to follow more information, them in the bio just because it's better off to just know, etc. So there you have it. Quick, uh, this week has been kind of a weird week for me, which I know I say that every week, but it's so true because I've been going on a little bit of a ADHD cleanup kind of thing, if you will call it that. So the reason I call it that is because it is been me doing, especially the past two days, a lot of, you know, reassessing, rebranding, I guess, because I'm slowly realizing that a lot of the stuff that I learned originally does not fit with how my mindset is. And because I started to feel like it was getting a little claustrophobic for myself, you know, it's on a page. And sometimes people say, oh, it looks clickbaity or messy or whatever. Here's the thing, unless it's a real clickbait, which we all know what it is, then you can't use that word. Just say it looks messy. Because I understand, again, ADHD people are the queen of clean mess or, or messy clean. Like every once in a while, we get a little, little spurt of energy that we can just go on and do our thing with and clean up. And that's just what I did. I just took down all my reels from basically everything and I know that just sounds awkward but again again especially iCarly especially Grey's Anatomy everyone I'm so sorry if it was like a lot of bombardment it's just really the only thing that's been giving me a lot of joy is doing the reaction videos and DMing you guys have been a little helpful for some human interaction and yet I realized that I'm working on that and it's a good thing that there is a thing called therapy so that I can constantly reevaluate where I'm going with things. I'm trying, I have more self-awareness, I think, with ADHD, but at the same time, the whole compulsivity, etc. And it, it makes a good motion for me with this because it kind of lead to a great conversation that... You know, I saw a TikTok today by Adeline Kane from, you know, the new Grace. She's Jules Mills. She <laughs> said that a reason she's decided that a lot of neurodivergent people 
go into the acting world is because we're always told to not be ourselves. And in a weird way, that thing spoke on a level that I truly will never be not aware of, you know, not aware of, you know, it's so familiar territory. And then it's these same people saying that you're to this, to that, or stop apologizing. So it just starts to go on and on and on and the overanalyzation, the overthinking that goes along with it. It just, it's just so much stuff going on inside your head. And it's like to the point where you're just gonna scream. And I know that sounds weird, but I was even watching the takeover for Grey's Anatomy yesterday, by the way. Anyone listening from there, hypothetically, even though I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen, you guys need more of the intern takeovers, truly. But, Nico, you didn't do a bad job. Honestly, that looked like the most accurate kind of, like, wake up, get ready, and do things. (laughs) I mean, it looks like a fun set to be a part of. And yes, I know everyone's obsessed about being adopted if they've been watching the show, adopted into that little weird gray station 19 family, but the Sandra land. But yeah, that was kind of when I was watching it, I was like, dude, you're actually killing it because unlike, I mean, other people can do whatever and so many others, but it was just kind of like a very standard Like, obviously, it would have been cool if you went live, like, some of the others. But, hey, that was your first time, so good job. And, obviously, watching your train wreck that happened potentially yesterday for your character, I think you deserve a little bit of of some positives. By the way, I just, I'm going to be clear, unpopular opinion. Do not want that Lucas Simone ship that everybody does seem to want because it's giving me too much of the Meredith and George vibes even though they're both on a way more like similar level and under whatever but an understanding like they both have more mutual chemistry between each other actually I'd say all these interns do but no, 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 Please just don't, because when I saw the trailer for February 23rd, I'm just like, for the love of God, we don't need to recycle this. And no, and he's a shepherd. I know that it's going to be hatred for that, but he's a shepherd. We've all seen how they do when they're, like, getting in over their heads or whatever. So, yeah. He's a good doctor. I want to see the relationship slash mentorship between him and Marsh because I really believe Marsh can bring out the best surgeon in him. I do believe that he understood. He didn't know who he was, and then it kind of became a little awkward. But you can see he's a good teacher, a good fit for Lucas. And you can also tell, I think that, you know, I was going to go with, I think, the people who might not be repeating any part of their internship would probably be Lucas and maybe Mika, maybe Jules, maybe three out of the five are actually not repeating. 
But it's just one of those where when I was watching it, I was just like, no, 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 no. I know you've had a bad day. I know there's tension. I know there's enough tension that we can all, that, that you could literally break it with anything like a stick or a plastic spoon or something. Anyway, not, I know it cuts like a knife is the same, but like the tension was not that hard. And by the way, when you watch also Juan and Jules together, like that's enough. Okay. Like, cause there's not like this weird, I don't know why, but I just suddenly he's kind of growing on me. And the problem is I like all five of these interns. I do. I truly do. Even if I had a little bit of an issue with Quan in the beginning, Blue, whatever you want to call him, Hersham Jr.'s character, I actually like all of these. I have found very little problems. I mean, they're all flawed in their own unique way as humans, but they're not like the original, which I know that's so, I'm so hitting below the belt, but it's true. I can't. My brain can't handle it when I'm watching this because I'm like, I do not need, for the love of God, Amelia cannot lose someone to a bus thing. Because we all know that Lucas would do something like that. Because Amelia would do something like that, too. So just putting it out there, Krista, do not do not put that witchcraft in there. Do, do not. So, yeah, uh, that kind of has gotten me very in the fields, but it's true. And I think that, you know, there's that unpopular opinion, but you know, I also know some people agree with me and it's just kind of when some, I cannot wait though. It's more the station 19. That's making me nervous. I'm not going to give away spoilers or anything really just because, but I think people know what I'm going to be talking about with the whole station 19 thing and totally on Karina's side. But can we just talk about how, phenomenal Andy is for like checking it she like noticed Maya wasn't around but Jack's rendition of baby shark he made it cool suddenly I mean I I don't really want to listen to it but the fact that Jack can make baby shark sound okay now the big thing that was my big right in the heart moment last night for anyone who's paying attention to this was Mika's evolution into, you know, wanting to become this trauma cardio goddess. Like, watching Teddy. She hated Teddy in the beginning. She hated Dr. Altman, which, again, we've all had that love-hate thing, but we hate Owen more. We just do. Because he's a giant hypocrite in a lot of ways. I mean, those two, though, have gotten better this season, I'd say. They're kind of funny as more of a married couple. Like, they were behaving like a married couple before. That were kind of, but you know what I mean. Just, I'm here for, though, the, she's not letting him walk all over him. (laughs) And he's trying to play, like, the martyr again. But it's like, dude, you are on your third wife. She is on her second husband. And the whole thing with Henry was, yeah. Let's not forget, she knows, you basically hid that Henry was gone. Not basically, you did. So there's a lot of things, like, you do whatever, I'm done trying to explain the whole city. Well, that's a different time, that's in the past to get mad about. But anyway, watching that episode where Mika, though, is so 
saying, like, you find out more. She talks about how she has seven sisters. She's one of nine. So there's eight girls and one boy. Her parents kept trying to have a boy just because they did. And then she said something about, like, not being a girl never quite felt like enough, no matter how many times they tried to say it to me. And, you know, it hits you right in the heart with how much stuff is going on in the world right now as well. But I just say from a personal experience that, you know, for me, it's it hit, hit home. Not My parents weren't trying to have a girl or a boy or anything like that. But I do know of some people who probably would have kept having kids if it could have happened to get said girl or boy. And then hypothetical, once that person gets born in the next generation, it not living up to what the expectation or cookie cutter mold it was supposed to be. And somebody being harder on them and making them feel worse. So it's just one of those personal things. And I think any girl, any person maybe who's been in like, that Hezuda situation will relate to it. And the fact of the matter is, though, I am here for the whole Yang 2.0 thing, but I don't think that we should even be saying that about Hezuda because she actually has her own little personality. And she's beyond accurate about the whole thing about relationships between, like, the other doctors, interns, all that stuff. Like, again, I don't want her and Helm together and whatever. J.C. Elliott is amazing, by the way. I just wanted to touch on that. I just, well, I'll leave it at that. But uh, I just could see her and Mika and Schmidt going out together and being, like, this trio of wing people, wing person, like, I would sit down and watch an episode of that, like, where it was three. And it's like, I could see it kind of giving off that vibe, not quite the same as Arizona and Richard, but I live for that friendship developing. Like, that's what I hope for. But yes, I do not want, I do not want another Meredith Grey and George O'Malley situation. Just saying, like... But we also know how great the shepherds do with boundaries when someone's trying to set them up. And we also know that they think that they're way more relaxed about a lot of things than they are. Again, but that makes everyone human. I get that. But still, I'm just, I'm just saying. Nobody quite seems to get that. And yes, I probably am too much overanalyzing this because... I've watched the show too many times and because I'm Gen Z and we 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 are unpacking a lot of generational trauma, stuff like that, especially as we're living at home. And I say that that's another reason why I relate to Lucas's character so much because he's around family constantly, no matter how much he tries to get away from them. And someone who doesn't respect his boundaries. Y'all love Amelia, but let's be quite clear her and Derek were never really that great at it Derek was only slightly better but yeah just don't want that don't need that so moving on from that I want to acknowledge one thing though before we do a lot of other talk because of you know I just spent a whole 
good solid 20-ish minutes on talking about grays. So here's the thing. I mentioned a few minutes ago Adeline Kane's whole thing about why neurodivergent people go into this said industry. And here is the absolute thing I agree with her on the most. Yes, I have generalized anxiety, ADHD, you name it. I can't tell you which one is actually the one that causes it the most. I will say, though, I just want to say in case you're someone who's very scared of taking medications, I've noticed when I don't take my Adderall, which you can, like I've said a few times, you can take two days off of it and it will be fine. I've cleared it. Yep, that's exactly what I do sometimes when there have been shortages. But today, just I've had more anxiety and I finally got my actual medication refilled. Thank God, because I know shortages, but I have to keep, the problem is I struggle with executive dysfunction like many do, and I have a problem with making sure that I keep on top of it. But the problem is with all these shortages, I need to actually use that executive function and or have family members remind me. It sucks because it feels like you can't, but if you don't do that, then you're not going to get your actual medication that you so desperately need. And what I've noticed is that my anxiety shoots through the roof. Even though for the longest time I was on my anti-anxiety meds, I've actually, like I said in the past, had been blessed to lower my antidepressant by getting on these meds for my ADHD. My ADHD, I think, makes my anxiety and my depression spin out sometimes. I know it's different for everyone, and I know it's neural whatever, but like neurodevelopmental, but I just want to say that again, that with how much stuff is going on in the world and with how much misinformation, especially because I deleted my Twitter account this week, you know what I know where it's just so hard to keep up with it. And I just want to emphasize yet again, it's okay to do what's best for you. And I know it's hard because again, I came across a Chadwick Bozeman speech for him talking to like class of 2019 18 one of his but the way that he went about it is if you take the harder road which again he wasn't saying that you choose it on purpose he gave three different examples of why the road might be harder for you but you'll be so much more grateful and I know that people will roll their eyes when people say things like that but it's true it really resonated with me when it's like you take the like harder road whether it's self-inflicted or just how it is it will lead you to the journey you've worked hard for and I know whatever people can take it with what they want to see it as but I just was beyond happy I found it because of just how I've been feeling lately and what I've been trying to make connections with. Again, emailing and DMing people to try to be guests or to keep up with people who, you know, might fit well for something that uh, my family, friends, company might work with. Again, I unfortunately can multitask, but not you know, to the best of my ability where it gets little bits of things done because, again, ADHD. But I keep lists of celebs or people that I think would be a good 
person to have on, you know, around Pacer Center or other things for PR whatever, smaller companies that I know of. Now, I know I'm not getting a lot of luck in that area with my whole acting, podcasting, whatever. But for me, just again, what I've learned from others is not, and it's not even me, like, which I know to people it might be a little confusing, but to me, I'd want people that I learn to care about to succeed, not just your family. And I know that everything in this world can be very fickle at times, but I just wanted to say that yet again. And I've been just wanting to say that, especially because I did finish my mind in me, like I talked about last week. And, you know, watching Selena Gomez made me feel like so amazing because that's someone I've looked up to, like I said last week, all my life. But, you know, just when I have been going through some of the feelings, emotions, and hearing all her struggles, her ups and downs, I just wanted to reiterate what I said last week about feeling so much better. Because I don't know if she obviously... And if you know it on like your most easiest days, it's hard to get reminded sometimes, especially on your hard days, which I know just sounds really crazy. But I just want to thank her yet again for being so open and talking about it, making it just easier for me to feel. And I'm constantly Again, doing therapy, working on myself. I've had a really busy schedule. So, of course, unfortunately, I haven't been doing as much therapy. But I want to be open about it because here's the thing. I've been in and out enough of my life to know some tools that can help. And I wanted to touch on that because I think people are just still so scared to talk about it. It's not so much of the, you know, before where it wasn't really what, Um, You are suffering. It's exactly how she says you're living with it and you're learning just the best way to do it. Also, I do want to say just with chronic illness that I have had is another thing that I relate to her so well on. And I think when people don't understand the whole aspects of that, I was looking at some stuff that even dietitians that I follow say about it. Hashimoto's is one of the thyroids, hypo, hyper, is really hard because of all the hormones that go with it in this little tiny gland. And I know I've touched on this a lot of times before, but I just want to reiterate for anyone out there going through it, learning about it, starting their journey. I know some people on TikTok have been talking about trying to figure out what's going on with them, if it's COVID long haul or not. And I just want to touch on it yet again because I saw something from Paige from Dance Moms even. And I know that I shouldn't probably say her name, but we all know who she is. And she is currently struggling a little more with trying to figure out what's going on with her. Some of the stuff sounded so eerily familiar. Now, it could be pots, it could be lime, it could be a bunch of things. And again, it goes back to what our favorite friend Kirby has to say, the girl from Key Largo, as she likes to say. And yes, I know I mentioned that again, and now I'm starting to wonder who's actually listening. And I would be, again, 
so glad if she was. And the fact that I keep mentioning her, because she's a recurring theme, because she has the same high energy as me, and she's currently going through the same amount of shit that I was going through for two years. Like, now I'm slowly starting to get better, like I said. But, oh my god, it is ridiculous how much. Also, the whole thing about the freezing iguanas that I mentioned last week, apparently her mom has something with iguanas, and it made me start to think of, like, the 2018 to 2020 frozen iguana, like, the end of the world, ice age melting kind of plus or frozen tundra thing, like, that. Like apparently that they were in as south, they're in as south of Florida as possible, and that still was happening. And they have these things called the little ones and the big mamas, and Anyway, there's people who, you know, them all the time, as she said, and it, it it depresses her mom, even though she doesn't necessarily, none of them really want a pet iguana. So, and yeah. Anyway, there's always fun jokes over there. Uh, again, the invitation always is open. I know you're having a lot of health issues right now, but again, if you ever want to be on this, let me know. Email me back. We can work out something. But yeah. Aside from that, her, this other person, and so many others, like, there are endocrinologists even on TikTok explaining how much this is happening. However, they're also touching on these doctors that it might not be more common. It's just getting documented and less, you know, pushed away or considered rare. But again, you have to fight for freaking answers is the problem. And I know I'm moving my hands and just a lot because I am fired up about this because it is etiquette. And again, yes, I see my privilege. I have way more privilege than a lot of others that are probably being dismissed. And that is on our stupid society. And you know why I'm just saying voting blue doesn't do a lot, but it does a lot better than, you know, this red wave that they were expecting. That's all I'm going to say. And especially for women of color who need to be listened to, because I guarantee that the reason less are getting diagnosed with this is because less people are believing them. And again, it's hard enough probably to get people to believe you're, it's not just in your head, but again, just going out there to say, again, easier said than done to fight for but again, everyone is learning off the internet, which isn't inherently great, but it's all, again, how some people felt, and, like, it's more of just that. And again, I'm going to touch on the San Filippo kids who have all been sharing their journeys, and that's been getting people diagnosed sooner. So again, it's not that we're self-diagnosing or anything like that. It's more of, you hear some symptoms, they sound similar, you look at some... Some have more features that align with others. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like only you know what's actually going on with your body. So, again, no matter what somebody tries to tell you is going on with your body, you know what's going on with it. And if it does not feel right, you go in. Again, Allison said no. The What is Normal Mom on TikTok? And she has a podcast right now. If you're into gentle parenting, etc., Oh my gosh, with Jess Martini, but oh my gosh, her poor father has been having super, like, complicated health things. He's more elderly, she was talking about recently, and just how, you know, we treat 
elder folks talking to them like a baby, all this stuff. It's just, it's, it's gotta change. It's disgusting. And the fact that it took forever for him to get admitted when he was having all these health things. Again, check out her page. I don't want to get into the details, but my point is what the actual hell, like the way that it's her whole story about it was just insane. And keep in mind, here's the thing. She's Irish and Italian, and I know that that's still, like, but again, I'm, I'm Irish. If we want to get something done, we will get something done. Our tempers will not be handled, and yes, sometimes we fly off the rail, and I know that a lot of people could agree with this, but hey, for how long? This guy sat around for like nine hours without anyone, even though he even tried to advocate for himself, because... And again, I understand that there's some like shortness of staff, et cetera, but still, this is not okay. And the way that it's was being handled is not okay. So we've got to just say, you know, you've got to advocate for yourself. You've got to have other people who know and believe you advocate for you. And the only reason I'm touching on this yet again is because we are getting into cold and flu season and again, more COVID stuff. And it's just all over the page crazy. And again, I've got my vaccines. I try to wear my mask as much as I can because I have some immunocompromised family members. So I'm trying and I don't have the best immune system. I'm getting better. It's getting better. I haven't really been sick that much this year. And again, people can believe what they want to believe, but that's just where I'm at in my life. And I just personally could not get over that story because I thought it was so insane. But when you really think about it, I mean, not a lot of these stories are unusual. And that just goes to show the level of, look, we've got to figure out because there's physician shortages and, and a bunch of other type workload. But again, it's just, I think what we can take away from this all is that the people that have still like again, the world that we're in, you know, it's kind of different. We're all humans that should be trying to help each other. Again, Liz Plank, who's on Man Enough, has her own podcast, her own, her own, like, books going on, her own social media site, Killing It Alone, and she's just talked so well and articulate about all the things she's gone through. And again, we all need to kind of lean on each other, whether or not it seems odd or creepy-ish. And I get it. Like, obviously, you don't want to be out there, out there. But I'm just saying I've learned and listened to a lot of these podcasts. I haven't listened to every podcast that I'm supposed to. It's really hard to keep up with everything. But I just want, I know, it's hard to say, and sometimes you're a hypocrite, but to spread as much kindness around as humanly possible. And I know that it might sound super toxic, but no, just obviously you need to do what's best for you. But because again, cutting out people sometimes is the best thing. I'm saying, you know, listening to others, like again, what this Liz does is she breaks down a lot of things that she's noticed and I actually truly appreciate it. It's something that I need to hear. She's 11 years older than me, but she's someone that I look up to in a lot of ways. Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, who I mentioned, is phenomenal. She was really big for reproductive rights. And I say, like, because recently she went to Washington, D.C., marched 
all across, worked with influencers, worked with just people. She was in her, she's going around. Also, Babies After 35 is another great um, resource for all of that. And I'm just speaking, obviously, a little more in a this, that, this, that, but because I'm currently trying to figure out how, you know, to manage through all of this, because even though, like I've stated multiple times, I am not really a public figure or out known of very well, and that's fine by me. I feel like when I'm trying to just connect with others, get to know others, I don't want them. The problem with my anxiety is that it's like, oh, I know these people's names. I know little things about them. I know this, I know that. And then suddenly it goes to the same thing in my brain where it's like, oh, wait, Sarah, you're giving out your whole kind of life here. I mean, you're choosing bits and pieces to talk about for your podcast, but suddenly your brain goes, eh, shit. These people at least know my name. They follow, they do this. And even though I'm upset sometimes with how life isn't moving fast enough, then you start to take the everything in and zone out. And I just think it's a never ending game of your own worst enemy because again, everything gets worse inside your own head and you know, you feel it everywhere, at least for me and just trying to find yourself. I think in your twenties is the hardest thing ever. And I love it when my parents go to parties and start talking like family parties, family friend parties and start talking. And, you know, everyone's about the same level and how we're supposed to all figure it out. But the problem is that it's still frustrating because then they say the thing that's weird about the pandemic. And that's true, too. But it's just I don't really know. But then when people get excited to hear about my podcast, it's like, I don't know what they're going to want to listen to here because, again, I've nicely said to pretty much everyone, family, friends, you can listen to this. It's just not probably for you. And I'm sorry, but I am not going to be cookie cutter perfect anymore. I'm going to be unhinged. I'm going to swear. I'm going to say my piece on some things. Will I obviously... I have more opinions or say things that maybe you don't agree with. Yeah, because that's where I am in life. And, you know, the more that I've learned to let go, the better my health has gotten. And I know that that's so hard to say because it's like, what is the art of letting go? Exactly. I don't know. And there's no specific steps. And I just wanted to emphasize that yet again before I sign off because it needs to be said. It needs to be understood more, no matter how complicated everything I just said sounds or confusing. But we will gab soon. Hit like, comment, subscribe. Full unedited episodes on Patreon and follow on TikTok and Instagram. We will see you soon. Gab and go.